Uncensored Radio Real Talk Roundtable. Real life, real laughs, real talk. Hello out there in UCR land and welcome to another Real Talk Roundtable. I have a lot of lovely faces around the roundtable today. Say hi, Katie M. Hi, sorry. Hi. We have our lovely voiceover artist, Miss Anjol. Hi. Hey, guys. Our lovely Luke down there, oh, looking fresh-faced. Oh, and Going clockwork. I see what's happening. Yes. <laughs> the queen of, I was going to say mean, but not really. The queen of opinions, Miss Vera. Vera's not mean. No, she's the queen of everything. The queen of opinions, Vera. And, of course, the unstoppable force of Miss Katie Underwood. Hey. Morning. Morning. Okay, so we've got a bit of a juicy one today. Um, I'm going to just hit you with some statistics straight up and you can tell me what you think. Oh, boy. So (laughs) we are lied to 10 to 200 times a day and tell a lie ourselves an average of one one to two times in the same period. Yep. Does that (laughs) ring true for everyone? Yeah, you just got to turn on the news. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah. Probably yep. every other phone call I take during the day is a lie. So yeah. <laughs> I, think I, used to, I think I used oh. to lie a lot more when I was younger, but I don't yeah. I don't think yeah. now so much. But yeah. We'll come we'll come we're gonna get into that. I'm gonna here's some more statistics for you for a 2017 study. By the age of four, ninety percent of children have learnt the concept of lying. And based on studies yeah. performed in the past, it is estimated that 60% of adults cannot have a 10-minute conversation without lying at least once. No, in those know. 10 minutes, an average adults. of three lies were told. I mean, grown-ups. Grown-ups who put, go to work every day, they lie three at, times an hour? Apparently. Yeah, I can Isn't see that. Minute- I believe it. Listen, I could see lies. that. Because <laughs> I do not lie three times an hour. I definitely do. <laughs> I work there in customer are, service. Come on. It's like required are, for you to lie. There are patients that I don't tell complete truths to. That's a lie, Vera. I, yeah. will say, I won't say your doctor's refusing to take your call, but I will say the doctor is unavailable. That's you a know, lie. that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> your doctor hates you. Sorry, honey, girl, that's a lie. <laughs> Vera, you was a liar. So I want to start out today oh, with we're just. Counting that as a lie, then yes, I probably lied. We are totally counting that as lie. I just said I probably lied like all day when I'm on the phone. It's just. We like, want to start out today lie. with just a general sense. We're not going to get too specific to start with because it's going to unfold during the show. Of what's our opinion on lying? Hmm. I'm going to start with Luke. Oh, gosh, me. Look, I think we all tell white lies. I think it's the intention behind the lie. If there's some malice there, then I think it's a really horrible, you know, like someone asked me at work the other day, am I a bitch or or do I just talk too much? And and I'm like, oh, look, you can be confrontational. But really, she she can be a bitch. But I didn't want to hurt her feelings because she was, like, wanting some feedback. So I let her know gently that tone it down. Thanks for putting our conversation on air, Luke. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) Okay. Ms. Katie Underwood, how do we feel about lying? 
look, I, I can go with Luke. I think there's, um, I think the concept of being absolutely truthful all the time might seem noble, but it's actually not practical. And I've seen it um, have the potential to cause more harm than good. Um, you know, the art of diplomacy is, you know, lying artfully to get what everybody wants without hurting anybody's egos or, or feelings. So I think there is an art to lying well um, and for, for the greater good. But again, as Luke said, when, if behind the lie is some form of true deceit, malice or, you know, ill will, then I think that needs to be examined. So I don't believe that lying in itself is bad. Um, but the intention behind it, uh, or the driver behind it, I think, is what makes it questionable. I, yeah, absolutely agree with that. Intention is everything. Um, you know, I could say that I have told patients little white lies. I don't necessarily consider it a lie because actually the doctor isn't available to speak to you. <laughs> but I, I do agree that there are times when it's diplomacy. It's mm -hmm. not if you are lying to safeguard somebody's feelings, you are lying to present things um, in a palatable way without, you know, people say, I'm just telling you the truth. And they're really just being mean, you know, <laughs> it, there's a difference. <laughs> Definitely. Miss Katie McCarthy, anything to add? Uh, I got to be careful about this because uh, there's still a <laughs> child awake and I have a point to make, but I cannot make it right now. However, <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Um, <laughs> he's, he's checking me out. Um, uh, I think there's some truth to uh, what Katie, you said. And I think some people can't really handle the truth. They want you to tell you, you want, they want you to tell them the truth. But once you tell them, they are all hurt and devastated and they can't handle it. So a lie kind of spares their feelings and kind of spares the, the strain on your friendship or your relationship. And Miss Angel, <laughs> what's your opinion on, just a general opinion on lying? Okay, so I lie to my children sometimes. I'm sorry. It just, it's a necessity to get me through <laughs> the day. I'm sorry. I tell them little white lies. Like, yeah, you look great. No, why are you lying? <laughs> no, like, like, they have their personal style. I'm not going to hurt their feelings. But when friends, like when friends ask you for the truth, sometimes they really don't want it. That's, yeah, exactly. Don't do and, it. It's a trap. Yeah. Don't do and it because them. then you're the asshole who they hate. No, nope. you reckon I, there's truth in that line? You know, the truth, you can't handle the truth. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And as far as the kids' things go, I'm going to tiptoe around it. Um, holidays, let's just put it that way. Yes. Oh yeah. That's yeah. The, the red ha red-hatted holidays. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. you know maybe um, holidays and and maybe pop, pop, things pop that um, you know <laughs> like uh, they maybe come yeah. in after you've lost something and <laughs> yeah. Well, the way I got my daughter to keep brushing her teeth was that I said the tooth fairy won't pay for yucky teeth if they go yellow and brown. <laughs> they have to be beautiful and white, and the better they are the more cash she's going to just make it rain. And she's like, she's in there with that Barbie electric toothbrush. Awesome. She's gonna, I don't know. My kids, were my kids were young when they realized certain things. Like they realized mom was doing certain things. Mm -hmm. They called me out. My son was seven. And I was just like, 
okay, try and lie, but he was like, I saw you. I saw I you. I think we all knew by like age seven. I, I love the fact up. that um, <laughs> Lucas conditioned his daughter to think like a drug dealer. It's going to be <laughs> pure. It's going to be white. <laughs> It's gotta be pure white. It's gotta be the good stuff. It's gotta be really? the good stuff. We gotta yeah. go. I think my brother was about eight when he ruined it for me, honestly. Oh, now that you say that age, I'm pretty sure he was just like, Mm-mm. I was a lot younger, I think. I think I was like five. Well, I oh. was about five or six when he ruined it for me, but he was yeah. eight, just like, yep. Mm-mm. I think it was that when my kids, so I've got two daughters, and one of them was a, a good two years behind the other one to the degree that she was reluctant to release the lie i think at some level she understood that the guy with the red hat was not the person putting the presents under the tree (laughs) but she was she was kind of happy in her what i'll call conscious denial so you know in that way she was kind of secretly lying to herself and then it got to a point where it just became so obvious it's like you know, and they tried to call me out for the lie and how can you do that and you're an adult and what's that? Wow. And I said, you know what, this is one of those occasions where we all agree to, we, we agree on the same fantasy because it makes the occasion more fun. I said, so as long as you're prepared to believe it, I'll be prepared My to son was keep ruthless. this going, you know. My son yeah. did not fall for that. He's like, Mom, I know you. You wouldn't let some fat guy just break into our house. <laughs> Santa be dead. I, I can't. Oh, absolutely. I can't argue with it. So I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Like at that point, I just gave up. Dude, shut yeah, up. Don't tell your cousins. My niece right. and nephew made a pact. They weren't going to admit out loud that they understood that Santa Claus was fake because they didn't want any socks or underwear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's oh, when the presents change, isn't it? Right. It's like, oh, well. That's right. the threat I use for, uh, for my oldest when he uh, starts to mm-hmm. figure it out. and. So he doesn't ruin it for my youngest. Like, listen. All right. So I want to um, I want to read you some statistics on who gets lied to the most, and let's see if we can agree. I think you're all gonna you're all gonna nod your hands. (laughs) At the top of the list, we have parents with eighty six (laughs) percent. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, friends come in uh, at seventy five percent. Siblings very closely at seventy three percent. Oh, and yeah. spouses at 69%. So how do we feel about that? Kyle, Are we lying? lying? Kyle said he's lying. Kyle's <laughs> lying. <laughs> My Kyle better not lie if he knows what's so, good for him. <laughs> are, our, are our parents getting lied to the most? Or are you as parents getting lied to the most? I think it's, oh. I think it's pretty even. I think we're lying to them as much as they're lying. Yeah. I, think, I think just about every day in answer to the question, have you brushed your teeth? Right. Mm. Have you done your homework? Like, no, you haven't. Like, go. You know, look, this is daily. I'm going this to is daily. To yeah, sure you are. I'm oh yeah, mom. To do math homework. Or as a teenager, yeah, mom. I'm I'm just going over to uh, Jessica's house to spend the night. I know you're not. So, I'm no, drunk you're not. somewhere in a cornfield. <laughs> nope. I'm that mom where I don't believe anything until I see it with my eyes. I hear it. I'm like, like I did pull out like. Dude, did you take your meds? Of course I took my meds. Okay, show them to me. Show me the box. He's like, oh, okay. Maybe he's hanging upside down from the ceiling. Ooh, he's like, oh, you. I gotta go do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. It's like, yeah, don't test me because if I ask you if you brush your teeth and you tell me, I'm like, Smom- let me smell your breath. Oh. I'm that type of mom. 
<laughs> it's funny yeah. how young they start, though. Like, you know, like something like we had some crayon on the wall the other day. <laughs> so straight away, this fantastical story will come out about how this girl from daycare that she doesn't like <laughs> had broken into our house, found the crayons and drawn on the wall. I said, wow. I said, you know what? We're going to get her a present for that. She's gone to a lot of trouble to come in and do this for us. <laughs> All come out then. No, Dad, it was me. It was me. Oh, <laughs> I need a present. I'm like, not ah. my butt. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, I think the thing that's interesting to me about lying and kids with lying is it, it seems to be quite innate and it, mm. it does yeah. seem to kick in quite early and, and shockingly early at how easily and effortlessly your toddler will begin to lie to you <laughs> to avoid getting in trouble, you know, and it, it's quite disturbing. We assume that a lot of this is learned behaviour and maybe they pick it up subliminally, you know, that as parents where, you know, if you don't eat your veggies, you'll, you won't grow past four foot or whatever lies we tell them to get right. them to do things. You know, maybe they just soak that in and think, well, that seems to work for them, so maybe I'll just try that on. But I think I was, I was genuinely shocked uh, at the early age that these little white lies started to be told to me by these sweet, innocent cherub. <laughs> You yeah. know, little humans <laughs> going, where, have, how, why are you pulling this sweet at me? Yeah. I'm sorry, whose children are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not no, yours, I mean, obviously. I'm saying maybe you're angels, but you're not talking about mine. <laughs> you know what? My daughter didn't really lie as much. She's our mellow hippie baby. But my son, oh, he's the one who causes gray hairs. Like... I'm always catching him in little lies. Like, dude. You're saying he's, he's got, like, a future in the legal profession? or I keep saying he needs to be a lawyer. Like, this kid yeah. doesn't argue anything, and he makes, makes you believe it. And I'm like, damn, this kid's going to make money someday. I'm going to be really good. I'm, I'm all for it. You do and you. For the younger kids, it's probably, I'm not going to say the most harmless kind of lie. But it really is not like something right. that's malicious or right. My like they're doing about anything important. You. Right. They're just like they're about... just trying to keep things moving, right? Like Right, exactly. <laughs> and then when you get older it turns to self preservation. I used to do there it all go. the time too. <laughs> when I was in high school and I wasn't at school, um <laughs> I'd be like, Oh because I got I had used to get picked up every day after school because I had to go straight to my after-school activities. So I'd be like, oh, you don't have to worry about picking me up from school today. Um, we're on a blah, blah. And she'd be like, you're not at school, are you? I'm like, no. No. Wait a second. She used to wag, she used to wag school. I'm the baby. Hello. Did you used to wag school, though? Because I'm I, shocked. Look, I What's never happened did. now? Now you're such a nerd. <laughs> I never <laughs> did. I I was never. I was never. I was like, I'm always at school until year twelve. Wow. <laughs> like, oh. It's all over then, anyway. See you guys. I'm out. <laughs> it was out. I remember then, but... talking to some of my classmates at reunion, and they'd be talking about uh, something that happened, and they're like, "Do you remember that?" No, I probably wasn't at school that day. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember my senior year because I was barely there. But I got karma. I got karma hardcore. Um, one night we were, and this was in, we were in year 10, so actually we were very much underage drinking because I was only 14, <laughs> just 15. Um, we, were staying, we were staying at a friend's place and this, this friend just happened to be like a couple. They were, in, they were <laughs> in year 10 and they lived together. Yep, 
anyway, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about Ooh. it off air. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Um, and we're like, oh, we're just gonna watch some videos, and you know, just yeah, like da 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 da. Me Wait, I'm feeling already, nervous about the story. We'd already walked. To, we'd already walked to the grog to the bottle shop and um got ourselves some two dollar fifty bottles of passion pop and juice because we were fancy <laughs> AF. Passion pop juice and lollies and chips. Walking back, and my best friend goes, "How funny would it be if your dad drove past?" And your dad oh. drove past in me. I was at least a good forty <laughs> minutes away from home. Who pulls up four lanes across the road? Oh no! But my father stops the car. Stops the car. <laughs> gets what? out of the car. Crosses four lanes of traffic. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, what are you, you doing? Oh, we just went to the shops to get some snack, like some more food, because like you could, like more people showed up than we were expecting. He's like, oh yeah, and he's like, if anything happens, call me. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, you got off light. You yeah. did get off light. That was yeah. my mom. I'd be like dragged across those four lanes by my hair. Like, I'm a babe. I was the baby. <laughs> my sister had something similar happen. She and her friend were sneaking out of school, and my dad was driving down the street as they were walking away from school. So uh, he pulled over. He says, "What are you going on? What's going on?" And she said, "Oh, lunch was really gross. So we are going down to the hilltop grocery to get some snacks for school." And, and he said, "Get in." <laughs> so he drove them down to the hilltop, and neither one of them had a dime. <laughs> Aiding and abetting the criminals. They had to come out empty-handed, get back in the car while my dad drove them right back to school. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so guys, here we've got we've got two options for where the most lies are seen. Would anyone like to take a guess? Work. Work. Sort of. Number one. Uh, the number one. Is resumes and number two is dating sites. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 we lie to prospective employees and we lie to prospective partners. Yeah, dating sites a big thing, and I only know because I met my ex on a dating site, and he definitely fucking lied. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, look! Um, I just yeah. feel resumes. You're selling yourself, so. People but are like, you really like selling to... yourself if you have to lie? Well, well no, because you've got to be capable of what you're claiming. All right, one at a time, folks, one at a time. It's not lying <laughs> if you're just, you know, pumping it up a little bit. Like, you're bringing oh, out the fine. best of your strengths. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it? Is lying. <laughs> Katie Underwood? Oh, I, I'm just, I'm a bit um, bemused by this tendency towards lying on resumes. I, I think this seems to be a relatively new thing. Like there's one thing to go, okay, I'm going to embellish my, my qualities, as Angel said, and that's one thing. But to put on certifications that you don't have oh, yeah, or references no. that you don't know or like a college mm. that you never attended. Oh, if people horrible. are doing stuff like that, what? You know, what? That's like criminal. Why? Yeah, they yeah. into that. Yeah. Look at it in your experience, Katie. Back in the day when you auditioned for pop stars, there was no social media. There was none of it. You could be like, yeah, I've been performing for 700 years now. I've, I've been in this band and this band and this band. You can't get away with shit these days because people can Google you and go, what have you been doing the last 17 years of your life? Right. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's right. And right. yeah, 
Vera and Luke, you can't really lie on anything to do with your, so you with your jobs because you you'll kill people. <laughs> yeah, but people do fabricate stuff. Like, not, not outright lies like, oh, I've got a degree when I don't. Like, but people, I've seen on people's resumes, like, they've, they've been, like, um, you know, team leaders and rah, rah, rah. It's like, no, you weren't, bitch. You weren't, <laughs> ever. But, <laughs> like, ever. Definitely lied on my dating profile. Definitely lied on my dating profile. <laughs> yeah, well, we've all died. Lied <laughs> about. lied to me all the time. Oh, yeah, well, the worst that. thing to do is to lie to your, like, health provider. Yeah. They all do. Oh, How much do you drink a day? Oh, maybe one. Yeah. So yeah. you're staggering. <laughs> <laughs> one cotton. You got high? Oh, I haven't got high in years. And then you pull up their history and it's like chronic cannabis use, you know? There's a needle hanging yeah. out of their arm as they're standing there. Or they'll tell me, oh, I quit smoking. And they walk down the hall and you can smell that they either been smoking a cigarette or washed their clothes in an ashtray. You know, so, <laughs> I think, yeah, but that's, that's often they will do that, and it's because yeah. people are embarrassed sometimes of their, yeah. of their bad they're habits. Afraid. They're kind of afraid yeah. that their doctor's going to yell at them. Or, but mm -hmm. why do you lie? Why do you lie about things that are so obviously not true? Like at work, people will bring products back in, and I'm like, all right, have what have you done? Have you cleaned it? Have you touched it? No, no, all good. You'll take a DVD or a CD out of the case and there's dirty fingerprints all over it. <laughs> smears and it sticks to the wall. I'm like, oh, yeah, I sold it to you like this, obviously. Yeah. But, right. Like, no. It's like and, and it's like with clothing. Like, and working in, re in clothing retail, you're like, oh, have you worn this? No. Well, how come it smells like 900 kilo of perfume or cigarette <laughs> or like it's sticky right. from being in the club or something it's like you see that's sort oh. of lying like that's quite malicious that's a that's mm, a situation yeah, right. where people are really trying to get away with with doing the that's, wrong thing but i think for a lot of lies whether they're happening at home whether it's kids to their parents parents to kids or whether you're at work i think overall mostly people are just trying to put their best self forward Mm -hmm. yeah. They're and trying to appear the best yeah. to avoid being judged and they're trying to put their be their possible best self or the, the version of themselves that they wish they would be. And in a lot of cases they have to kind of lie or bend the truth to, to do that. So, I mean, then this is just my opinion, but I think, you know, probably 70% of lies are kind of well-meaning in that regard and then a much smaller degree would be people that are really trying to do you out of yeah do you out of service or, or get away with something that's really, you know, not quite right. right. But I think the bulk of our lives are kind of just trying to put on the best face. Yeah, I only drink once a day or, oh, yeah, I'm smoking. <laughs> right. Of course I'm like... faithful to my partner or, you know. Every, <laughs> everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine, exactly. People ask, hey, how are you? You go, oh, yeah, not bad. And the truth is not that, you know, at all. Unless you're like, on this panel that. like, unless you're on this well, panel like, it. do you really want to know? know? We, we say that to just, as, um, as KDM said, to kind of just keep things moving, to keep life yeah. moving. Because if, if right. we had to check stop out. and be... If we had to stop and be honest with every single person we interacted with all day, we would mm -hmm. just be constantly downloading this, you know, inconvenient truth of our lives, right. you know? Right. No. But there on, are on definitely point, people in your life that, that are chronic liars that will lie about inconsequential things, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw him at the grocery store. Well, he was in Buffalo yesterday. Why would you tell me you saw him in the grocery store you know 
Uh, oh no, uh, he was at the grocery store between seven and ten p.m. and I was there at seven to ten p.m. and you know it's like they will lie even further when they get time. caught in a bold-faced <laughs> lie. And there's no reason to lie to me and tell me that you saw him at the grocery store in the first place. So I have a question for you guys. On what Katie and Vera just said, do you, do you personally save your honesty for people who matter more to you in your life that you have a higher stake relationship with? Yeah, like definitely. your children, your partner, your yeah. sibling, your family. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Interesting um, because I guess the, 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 as Katie said, the time and energy, what it takes to be really honest with someone isn't really worth it to Joe blogs on the street or Mary who you work with, who's a dumb bitch. And you're like, whatever, I can't stand you anyway. I'll just, <laughs> I'll yeah. just keep you at, it's a way of yeah. keeping people at arm's length. So they're not, not only not um, having to deal with them. Like, yeah, not, not having to deal with them. You're life, not expending energy. You're right. not, you're not and I think giving, giving too much to of yourself. See, my problem was that I, I do share too much. I've learnt now that it doesn't do you any favours to give people that don't have your best interest at heart too much of yourself. Yes. And yeah. now I, I pull back and I'm like, eh, all you need to know I'm is not, that I brushed my teeth this morning. I'm, little not girls going going out. <laughs> I'm not going out there looking for excuses to lie, but, like, if, if I have to do it to keep things moving, like I said, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I think as, as Luke said, and I'll, and I'll bounce off something I got from Brene Brown who talks a lot about, you know, shame spirals and guilt and, and that our truth-telling is a form of intimacy yeah. and it is sacred. And she campaigns that, you know, don't tell your deepest truth to just anybody because you can't trust that they're going to use yeah. that wisely. Can those people keep your truth? Can they keep your secrets? Can they keep your confidence? Um, and yeah. that if we have to kind of casually loosely lie if we just want to call it that to most people and we save that beautiful sacred truth telling to those people that we trust because we know that information isn't going to be abused so you know I, I think if if we're using this sort of broad umbrella of lying as a a different way of saying you know we don't we're not we don't have to actually expose our truth to just anybody and that's okay so not everyone's owed the truth, we're saying. No, <laughs> not, that's right. It's not, it's not a personal onus that you have to be 100% honest. So everyone you meet all the time, every day of yeah. your life. Right. Yeah. And I also think there are some people in your life, like being honest with them is almost draining every ounce mm. of energy you have because they want, they ask you something, but they don't really want to know the truth. So if you give that to them, they literally suck the positive energy out of your body. So it's like, no, I'm just going to tell them whatever. So they just leave me the hell alone because they don't care anyways, you know? They want the spotlight. <laughs> right. And I just don't want to put the effort into it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I'm on with my day, you know? One of my coworkers said that his mother raised him with an adage. There are two answers to every question. There's the truth. And then there's the answer that someone wants to hear. Exactly. Mm. Like, you know, if you go through the checkout, I was going to say earlier, when they ask you, how's your day? All they want to hear is good. Yeah. I actually went once. I said, you know what? <laughs> it's been a terrible day. And this young kid just looked at me like, where do you we go from here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, and that's why we know that you don't you work in retail so because you don't ask that question. <laughs> And then there's the lie I never that, ask how's your day. And then there's the lie that everyone tells. 
Oh, we should totally get together sometime. <laughs> oh, I tell that lie at least 15 times a week. I'm not <laughs> at least. <laughs> oh my God, we're gonna do lunch and drink soon. Hi, Marie. Marie is here. Sorry, Marie. Yes. Um, we're talking about lying. <laughs> Now, in, in your line of work, I'm sure you get lies all day, every day from your customers. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, um, my favorite is, I mean, I just had stuffed mushrooms here last week. I'm like, well, I've worked here 14 years and we've never had that. So I don't know. <laughs> it, it's just a lot of, you know, I mean, well, definitely fib, I'd say. <laughs> My favorite one in um, my favorite one in hospitality is that like you go back and you check on their meal and everything's fine. Then then at the end you're like, how is everything? Oh, it was horrible. Like, well, why didn't you say something when I came and checked? Uh, yeah, or they eat it all. Oh, I didn't yeah. eat it all. I'm like, ah, uh, you probably should have said something to me at that point. I'm kind of brutally honest though. Like, our, my favorite is we have beers that are brewed for us. And they, I was like, we don't brew those beers. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, do you see a brewery over here? Like, do you see, like, I said, my name's on the ketchup, but do you think I have a ketchup factory over here? I said, this is something that businesses do. I said, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, eh, don't get that. Mm, not that, you know, I mean, so for me, they're like, oh man, girl, we appreciate your honest. I'm like, Oh, don't get that. That's too expensive. No, get this over here. Get this without this, that, that. I mean, I'm just used. I don't. No, I can't. Because then they're going to blame me when I, it, something's not, you know. And then they're like, oh, you lied to us. So yeah. I think people ask, especially your server, a lot of questions. And you're sitting there like, oh, God, I got to be honest. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I'm like, yeah, our kitchen sucks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, I'll buy you a beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Florida right now, we're so crazy. Like there's lines out the door before we even open. And you know, it's like, are you guys open? Does it look like we're open? We're like filling stuff and, and pouring sauces. And like, I'm like, does it look like I'm open right now? I'm not open. You know? So it's, you know, I'm used to it. And I'm just guys, like, do you think Marie's a bit tense? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And, you know, like, so, and now we have that uh, support staff from Jamaica. So we are like, this group came in, we're a huge family. It's great. Now they're all leaving. And now it's all new people. And I'm like, what the heck, you guys? And they're like, we only get to come here for five months and they make us leave. I'm like, yeah, they don't, they're only allowed here. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm back. And they were like, we're like, we love you. Can you come back? And they're like, if we don't know. And I'm like, that's awful. So yeah, that's a word. We're changing out. We're losing all of our people we've created this relationship with and who's been a lifesaver because we just don't have any staff. And now it's all retraining people all over again. So I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. We've got another hypothetical for the for the panel. So I'll give you a minute to marinate on it after I ask. Um would you be truthful if if a friend if you knew a friend's partner was cheating? Mm. Hell yeah. I'll give you a second. I'll give you a second to think about it because we have asked this question before and we got a mixed amount of responses. 
But since we're talking specifically about lying and the you know pros and cons of lying today, I think we should think about it in that in that vein. We're going to go with Katie McCarthy first because she's next to me. So, Katie, <laughs> what do you think? I have. I have told them, and I actually lost the friend over it. Because, and do you think that was worth it? Uh, I just don't think she was ready to hear the truth. So did, did all right. So does that make you uh, or everyone in that situation? Does that make you question the validity and deepness of that friendship if they're not willing to believe you, Vera? I think I, I've been in the exact same position and had the exact same that it wasn't the spouse cheating that got sidelined. It was me, and you know that person was not ready to hear the truth, and my truth was just too much, and I was sidelined, and the cheating spouse was not. I, okay, happens. Luke, what about you, sir? Uh, look, I'm very much in the same boat there. It's a weird one when that happens because you tell somebody, especially if you really like your friend, you're telling them because you don't want them to get hurt, but there's a whole other emotional connection going on there between those two people, and sometimes you will probably end up the one that is held in bad light, even right. though that person's done something wrong. Uh, it's easier to shut you out and to shut that down than to deal with the complexities of what's going on in their relationship. Interesting. Ms. Marie, what about you? I have a disclaimer, because I'm very honest. Uh, don't ask me if you don't want to hear the truth. Oh, my God, you're not related to Jeffrey Emmett, are you? <laughs> I, I am. And it, it, to me, if you don't want to hear the absolute truth, because most people already know, you know before you ask. Like, so I'm like, if you don't want to hear my opinion, then don't ask me. And I'm brutally honest and some people can't handle it. And it was a situation at work today where I was honest with someone and I guess there was talk and I'm just like, and the other girl says, well, they're, they're making comments about you because you kind of did something aggressively. And I said, have you not learned yet? I don't care. I said, I don't care what people say about me. I said, I am who I am. I'm honest. I'm going to tell you the truth. And that's that. Like, I was like, so I, I mean, but I feel like if you're going to be that kind of person, you can't take things personally when people say things about you. When it's turned around on you. Exactly. All right. Angel, talk to me. So this actually happened in my previous marriage. I actually had a friend um, contact me and said, hey, I have to talk to you. It's really important. Um, she had screenshots of him on different dating sites and stuff like that. And I actually appreciated it because I had other friends who'd seen him out and didn't say a word to me, like close friends. So for me, I was like, well, this person really cares about my feelings, cares about my life, cares about how I'm being affected. The other people, are they really your friends if they're not going to be like, hey, I know the person you're with is screwing around and banging every freaking hood rat out on the road. No, that's not a friend. So I dropped a lot of people who were like afterwards. They're like, oh, well, yeah, we did see him. Well, you know what? Fuck you too. Bye. Hit the bricks <laughs> with them. Like it is what it is. So I appreciate honesty on that one. If someone's cheating, 
I'm I'm telling everybody on the street. I'm going out with a banner, like everybody can know. I'm telling all and of last but definitely not least, Miss Katie Underwood. Oh, sorry, Vera, oh. you had to say. <laughs> Go. I was just gonna say that in two different relationships, I was cheated on, and I knew it. The, the relationship changed, and I knew it. It's like this is done. He's seeing somebody else. You know, I I. Mm -hmm. And I think that people tell lies to themselves. Definitely. The oh, absolutely. Then, yeah. mm. Sorry, Katie, go ahead. <laughs> Katie, I right. <laughs> uh, Look, I think my answer to this is it's really complicated. Um, I don't, I think stepping in and getting involved in anybody else's relationship is always really precarious. Um, because one thing that I do know about being in relationships and having been near others, you know, for, for many, many years is that, Often um, a couple will have secret arrangements with each other that they never make public. So I've had situations where people will be in what I can only term conscious denial, where they're aware that their partner may be cheating, but they're not prepared to face it and they value their relationship more than they value the honesty. And we think this is a bad thing, but if that couple has agreed to this level of conscious denial or maybe a more evolved version, having an open relationship, then looking at someone else's relationship from the outside and judging it and assuming that you know what's best for them or what's right for them can be really, really dangerous. Unless, of course, it is a very close friend that you do know what their relationship dynamics are and that you do know precisely what the rules are. If you can see that, you know, there's deviation, you go, all right, well, yeah, I need to, to have a chat with you. But I think my instinct would probably be less inclined to just call it out and create more drama, but rather to brace myself for that moment where my girlfriend or my other friend calls up and says, I think my partner might be cheating. And then I think that is then the open doorway to go, actually, you know what? I've been wanting to tell you this for a while and now's the time. You yeah, know, and, and then you honest. know that person is, is, is ready to receive the truth. Um, but I think, you know, you have to know a person quite well to, to judge that and yeah. to make that step. So, you know, my answer is not a straight up yes or no. It's, it really depends on my relationship with them yeah. and, and all those other factors, you know, it's complicated. Yeah. It goes back to what we were saying. If, if it is just a work colleague, you're not really super invested in that relationship, but if it's someone right. that you, if that you care about, you have quality, right. like, quality time with you have feelings for it it it, do, it is a little bit more demanding on your own sense of truth i guess as to when and how you tell them or if you tell right. them right yeah like yeah. An, an example of this is one of my closest friends she was dating this full-blown narcissist for a few years but you know as is always the case you don't sort of pick that up until it's too late and I had a conversation with him one day and without going into the detail on the conversation I was having with him, I basically just called him out. I said, are you for real actually lying to me right now about what's going on? Because I can tell that this is not your honest truth. And he went into this narcissistic rage mode and just kind of disowned mm -hmm. me. Um, but it took, it took two years because my girlfriend at that time wasn't ready to accept the situation that she was in with this guy. Our friendship kind of went cold for a couple of years, you know, and I just said to her, I said, you know what? He's not my friend anymore. I, he's nothing to me. You're everything to me. I said, don't ask me to see him, speak to him, be involved with him, but I've got your back. And when you need me, I'm here. 
But the truth was I had to step way back from that whole situation and it took a good two years to recover. Now we're closer than we've ever been. But, you know, that was a case where I told my truth to her in that moment and it wasn't necessarily helpful, you know, but I had to be clear with her about my boundaries to go, you know what, I love your face off, but he is dead to me, you know. A douchebag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) okay well i think that's been a very interesting conversation so far what i want to do is close out with a couple more statistics and get your vibe on it guys so this is um everyday lying so 12 percent of adults admit to telling a lie often (laughs) or sometimes okay okay i have to pass up to something i'm not even gonna lie so Uh i have this friend Oh, I, I love immensely. Don't get me wrong. But I have no energy sometimes. But it's been like every single day they're like, oh, we want to get together. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm busy. I'm working. Meanwhile, my ass is laying on my couch, having a glass of wine, watching Listen, snacks. Like sometimes <laughs> it's that's my self-care. own care. You're allowed to say no. Yeah. Okay, like three weeks straight though. <laughs> you can see, and, pe- and people probably think she's sweet. And because I'm like, no, bitch, I'm tired. I'm laying on the couch. I'm not hanging out with you. I'm a bitch. Like, <laughs> that's the difference. You, you are so allowed to say no. Don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel like you have to lie. Say no. It yeah. is the most powerful thing I have learned going into my 30s. You are absolutely allowed to say no you are obligated to no one no matter how close you are to that person say no if you're not into it just like luke no i don't know what but no okay here's what here's one that um the panel probably aren't gonna love 80 percent of women admit to telling harmless half truths occasionally yeah 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 yeah, of course i'm of course i'm 35 <laughs> I am totally five two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah no, about... I'm, no, I'm, I'm not wearing a push-up bra. <laughs> I've mean... talked about these ones before. Thirty-one percent of people admit to lying on resumes. Yeah. Hello. I'm afraid to not lie me. on resumes. I won't lie on that. I yeah, no. Afraid to not when you can prove it. Okay, thirteen well, percent of patients say... lie to their doctor. Yes. Yes. I died to my doctor before, but I got to tell you, I stopped that as soon as I got pregnant with my first. They're like, listen, you need to be honest with us because this not only affects you now, it affects your baby. I'm like, yeah, okay. No more lies. <laughs> I probably tell my doctors, Dennis and all them way too much. They're probably like, that's <laughs> why they send me the survey all the time to give them like five stars because, you know, it's of my crap. So they're just like, oh, yeah, she's well, they so just. They no. put Marie under general anesthetic just to do a filling. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Marie, uh, any allergies? Oh, uh, jizz? <clears throat> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, and you know, and I'll tell you, like, my doctors are really good with me because I'm paranoid about my teeth. I'm paranoid about everything. So they're super sweet. I just had to go get, I'm sure, ba- more basal skin cancer. Thank you, our Irish side of our family, you know, Jeffrey, you know, and like, but, you know, but they're super sweet and they're good. And I love the doctors and the medical people down here. They're like really good about getting you in and everything, even with COVID and everything going on. So, you know, I appreciate any of you that work in the medical fields. I mean, it's, you know, a calling for sure for people. 
I've got two more to close this out, guys. And these ones are pretty funny, so be oh, ready. <laughs> um, we have a tenth of lies are just exaggerations and 60% were outright deceptions. So obviously there's a difference, right? Oh, there's yeah. totally a difference. <laughs> and the big one that I say for last, Americans tell an average of 11 lies a week. <laughs> you, yeah. you I'd say some more, probably more. Yeah. Probably more. <laughs> yep. yeah. I have one that I want to bring up. Oh, go for it. I, a life coach uh, once said, and I don't know why I was in this class. I thought it was a bad class. But I stayed for the class, and the life coach was saying that the biggest lie we ever tell ourselves is when we say we're going to get up at 7.30 and we hit the snooze. Oh, hell yeah. Every day. And I'm like, Every that's day. not a lie. That's, that's a 10-minute warning to get your head in the game. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think if we were going gonna to include self-deception in this conversation, we would be up to like 100 plus times a day. Uh, that's a whole different episode. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm totally going to go back to the gym. That's a whole different episode. I only ate one cookie. I can, I can totally yeah, work this times. off. Yep. All right, guys. Well, I think the, the general takeaway from today's episode about lies is that we're all liars. <laughs> um, In some ways. It's, it's just the degree of the lie that, you know, that, that, that separates us. Um, and the, the majority of the lies that the panel <laughs> have told are generally to not self-serving, but more serving of other people to, you know, shield them a little bit to care for the people that you care for, look after your tribe, et cetera, et cetera. So that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, right? Right. Right. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today at the Real Talk Roundtable, and we will see you all again very, very soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.